This is Average Joe Rock and Roll. I am Michael J. Rock, and I am joined today by the legendary Randy Jackson from the band Zebra. Hey, hey Randy, Mike. how are you? Doing good. Good. This is, uh, you know, I told you a few minutes ago, this is a true honor and a true pleasure, and I mean it. Um, been a big fan of you and your body of work for a long time. Thanks. So, super excited to talk to you today. Thanks a lot. So one thing I, I've been curious about over the years, and I, I've seen you live, you know, a couple times over the last handful of years. I saw you at the uh, M3 Rock Festival, um, and I saw you at the Rock Carnival in New Jersey. Um, you were playing the side stage there outside. Right. And, uh, you know, all these years uh, with your vocal range, um, you still sound phenomenal. Oh, you're, thanks. Thanks a lot. I've been, I've been fortunate. Yeah. Know, try yeah. to take care of it. Yeah. So have you ever had any vocal issues? Um, not any serious vocal issues, only, you know, if I've, I've been sick a couple of times, you know, you know and, and maybe had to cancel a show because of that, but very rarely, you know, yeah, but, uh, nothing like nodules or anything like that. Yeah. So do you have like a certain routine of vocal exercises that you go through to get ready for a show? Yeah, I definitely warm my voice up, especially these days, you know, it doesn't get any easier, but, uh, but warming up helps, helps a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have a little routine for uh, for warming up, and um, and also I just try to keep really, really hydrated during the day. Okay. I watched a clip of you on the uh, Legends Rock Cruise uh, doing uh, "No Telling Lies." Uh, oh yeah, that, that that's a hard song to sing, and you nailed it. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a little uh, it's got some little time changes in it and stuff like that, but. Uh, you know, it's it's up there. When yeah. you get to the chorus and you you have to go up, it's like, uh, you know, like I said, I, I watched that and I was amazed at how you were nailing that. So, oh, thanks. Um, speaking of of live shows, um, you know, I, I myself am a I'm, I'm a deep fan. Um, what are your what are your deep fan faves for uh, live? My my what deep deep? Yeah, deep so your your deep deep fans like myself. Um, who know the entire catalog and have listened oh. frontwards to backwards. What what do fans really look forward to hearing from you live? Uh, well, a lot of people, you know, ask for, uh, you know, that, a variety of songs. I mean, I think I've been asked for just about every song we do by someone, you know. Um, lately, we've been just uh, touring on the 40, you know, promoting the 40th anniversary of the, uh, of the album. So we've been doing the first album in its entirety, but we add uh, some songs afterwards. Um, uh, we've done Riverside a couple of times that really didn't even, it wasn't even on a, a regular release we had. It was on the uh, Best Of. And, uh, you know, we pull, some, we pull some stuff out of the past that isn't, hasn't been released, uh, you know, songs that people wanted to hear it was a song called direction that never even was on a record and yeah. uh you might not be familiar with it but or maybe you are but but we used to play it uh before we got the record deal you know and okay. uh, it was a good song people like it liked it so we may even put it on uh the next zebra cd yeah so are you are you working on new music yeah matter yeah. of fact i'll be working on it again with guy right after we get off of this Oh, that's fantastic. I can't wait for that. Um, there's there's not a bad Zebra song. I can tell you that. Um, you know, and then I, I listened to your um, your side project, uh, China Rain. 
Um, thought that was super solid. I really liked that a lot. Um, that was had to kind of that 80s rock feel for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I looked at some of the production on there and stuff, Jack Ponte and some of the other stuff that was on there. And, you know, you had some some big players. Um, yeah. It was a lot of fun putting that together. Yeah, I bet. So do you have certain songs that you really look forward to playing live? And on the flip side, do you have songs that you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I got to play this again? Mm, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I always like playing uh, Who's Behind the Door or uh, Why or, um, you know, I mean, there's songs that are you know, particular ones that I like playing. Uh, I enjoy playing, but I don't have any that I don't want to play, you know, I that I that I'm like tired of playing or anything like yeah. that. You know, it's it, it still seems kind of fresh after uh, even after almost 50 years now. You know, we don't play that often. We're not on the road just banging it out, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see you got a bunch of tour dates coming up. I'm hoping to hit one of the ones in New York. I'm in Vermont, so oh, okay. Uh, New York's not a far stretch for me. So, uh cool. hoping to hit one of those. Um so I was reading on your uh, your Wikipedia page um, that you you did a short stint in Jefferson Airplane as a hired gun. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, what was that experience like? It was it was awesome for me. I mean, I was a little kid just learning about you know music. Okay, uh, Jefferson Airplane had come out. You know, I think I was maybe twelve when I first heard of them, and uh, I'd bought their records, and so it was a thrill for me to. You know, here I am getting to actually play with them. And uh, it was the last tour that they did as the Jefferson Airplane. It was the last time uh, they were all going to be together. And so that was real kind of special, too. Um, I got the gig because they needed, they were in rehearsals and they, rehearsals were going okay, but they needed someone to fill in some guitar and more keyboards because they had a keyboard player already. And, um, you know, Kenny Arnoff, I knew Kenny Arnoff uh, pretty well at that point. He suggested me and I said, let me get out there. That sounds like a good thing. So I took a little break from doing the China Rain and uh, went out and played with Jefferson Airplane. And yeah, yeah. Got to play at the Fillmore West, which was really awesome. They broke out all the old lighting effects from the 60s with the, right. uh, uh, you know, the grease stuff on top of the projectors and you know, it's like old school all the way. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I got to meet Bill Graham before yeah. he passed. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we talked about your vocals, but you know, we shouldn't gloss over your guitar playing either because you're a phenomenal guitar player as well as you are a phenomenal vocalist. Um, you know, some of the, some of the riffs and some of the solos I've seen you do are, are just incredible. You know, I, I think, I think the combination of, you know, the guitar playing and the vocals is what hooked me. I was, I was in high school, I think 87, 88, when I first heard you guys, um, I had a friend that was into you guys and said this band from Louisiana, you got to check them out. And, uh, man, I'll tell you from the first, from the first spin of that record until now, you know, been a fan. So, um, any other, uh, side project work planned for you? Right now, um, nothing really i mean i've done some one-off recordings with people um there was a uh carmen apiece had asked me to do a song for a uh, a best of cactus release you know a trip cactus tribute record and so i worked on that 
Um, there's also a uh, a record that's coming out with a uh, it's like a Blue Oyster Cult tribute by the Long Island Music Hall of Fame, and uh, I'm going to be involved in that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but just kind of one-off stuff. Nothing, um, you know, except for my regular gigs. You know, I do play with the symphony orchestras around the country doing the Led Zeppelin and the Pink Floyd, but I've been doing that for like 25 years. And, uh, you know, I do my solo acoustic shows, uh, all in addition to, um, you know, performing with Zebra. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so um, any plans for any more festivals? I saw you at the M3 Festival. Um, that was a great experience. Um, any other of those types of plans? We, we don't plan them. They just kind of come to us, you know. We have a new agent that we started working with. He's not new, but he he's booking us exclusively now. Dave Rothstein is his name, and uh, he's done a really great job getting shows for us all around the country. And uh, you know, so he would be the one to be asking about that. If it comes to me, I'll pass it his way. But uh, nothing lately, you know. Yeah, yeah. You guys ever travel outside the U.S.? Um, not a lot. We need. We really, and we should go to Europe before this, before we expire. You know, but we had a chance to go to Europe uh, during the second record, and but we also had a uh, an offer from Sammy Hager to tour with him. Okay, it was actually his last solo tour before he joined Van Halen, and uh, and we decided to go out with Sammy, and uh, you know it was a great tour and it it worked, but it might have been a it might have been a good idea in the long run to hit Europe at that point, you know. Yeah. Did you uh, did you do anything with Sammy, or you just, you guys just opened up? We opened up, but he really took care of us. I mean, yeah. you know, he had us opening up to warm up the crowd, and you know, he really took care of us. Um, yeah. I mean, I tell the story all the time about how we were getting uh, you know great sound checks and stuff in the very beginning when we first started, and then as the tour dragged on. Uh, the road crew, his road crew wasn't getting set up in time for us to get a decent sound check. And he heard about it and came out just out of the blue, showed up one day. They're not expecting him because he doesn't show up, you know, while they're setting up. Sure. Shoot, him out, shoot him out right there on the spot, you know, and we kept, we got a sound check after that. I could tell you. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you guys ever go up into Canada? That's another, isn't that crazy? I mean, I've played in Canada. I know Felix has played in Canada with different acts, but Zebra's never actually been into Canada. And we've got oh, a lot no of kidding. fans up there too. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. but you do well. Um, it's funny, I was listening to that China Rain album and there were a couple songs on there that um, was kind of re reminiscent of some April Wine stuff. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, April Wine. Great, great band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I saw that um, uh, Miles Goodwin just retired. Um, for, for some health issues, but April Wine's still still going. Yeah, uh, going to see them on the uh, Monsters of Rock cruise in the spring, uh, following March. So, cool. looking forward to that. Um, so, uh, um, how many uh, tour dates are you guys uh, doing per year now? This year we're doing. We're going to have done like close to thirty. Okay. For the year, which is a lot for us. I mean, usually we do. It ends up being about ten shows, about ten shows a year. <laughs> Come here. No, I'm not going. Okay. I love you. <laughs> All right. Got some company. 
about 10, it's about 10 shows a year on the average for like the last 20 years. And, um, at this year though, you know, with, the, our new agent, he's been booking us like crazy. So, I mean, for us, it's crazy. 30 dates. It may not sound like a lot to, uh, to other bands, but, um, you know, in addition to everything else we do, we're, we're working a lot, you know? Yeah. So. Well, you're, I mean, you're, you guys are solo stuff. Um, yeah you know, and the other stuff you got going on. Um, so when you first, how, how long you been playing guitar? When did you, when did you learn to play guitar? I picked up the guitar when I was about nine. Okay. Eight or nine years old. Uh, I got my first Beatle 45 from a girl that uh, I knew down the block. She brought it and said, you got to listen to these guys. And uh, so I heard that and that kind of got me, uh, pretty interested in, in playing guitar at that point. So, you know, from then on, I was playing guitar, uh, not all day long, but cause I was a big into sports back in, you know, when I was going to school. And, uh, so half the year I'd be doing the, the football and the, the other half I'd be playing the guitar. Okay. And, and that went on for a while. And then, uh, in high school, I was pl actually playing basketball and I, was doing a jump shot and uh, fell back against a wall and uh, had to go get my back x-rayed. And then <clears throat> it wasn't like the back got injured that bad. It was just that I had a congenital defect that they found where uh, it was called uh, spondylo that I had between my L4 and my L5. And they, they, you know, you know, long story short, they suggested I stop the contact sports. And so that kind of ended the sports for me. I was wrestling at the time and, you know, and playing football. And, and, uh, so then, you know, well, I went to the guitar pretty much, pretty much exclusively. And so I spent a lot of time playing guitar at that point. And, uh, when did you discover you could sing? I mean, I sang in choir when I was, you know, younger. So I'd always sung a little bit, but not, you know, lead singer i i was uh it wasn't until really until zebra uh felix and i had been in his band uh he uh, i joined his band in 1972 or 73 it was yeah 73 and um you know i sang backgrounds in that but uh i didn't sing any leads until we started rehearsing for zebra um and all three of us sang, Felix and Guy and I, we all took lead vocal duties, you know, doing uh, doing the covers we were doing. Guy had a, like a really big voice and he would sing uh, lead on The Deep Purple when we played that. Um, and he he sang uh, the Tush, ZZ Top, you know, that was like with a big husky voice, you know, it was, yeah, yeah. It was good. Uh, Felix, you know, had sang lead uh, in the band we had been before. So he, and, and he liked doing, uh, I think he did the Aerosmith, uh, and the Rolling Stones. And we all took, uh, turns singing Led Zeppelin, depending on what song it was, but we did a lot of covers, you know, while we were writing the, uh, the original songs. And, uh, we counted them just recently. And we had, we did covers by 60 different bands, you know, at one point or another. Uh, during the first, you know, th I think four years of us being together. 
so it, it's amazing that you know we did so much back then and it seems like today it's like I, I don't know how we would how we did it you know but uh i guess we didn't sleep as much back then <laughs> so was there a point in time when you guys were together where you thought where you you just knew you had something special or did it just kind of evolve i think you know that the fact that we came after the first year we had a pretty good following in new orleans <clears throat> so we knew we could you know play and make a living i think at that point you know uh, we were we always wanted to get a record deal but i don't think uh we were expecting one uh we we tried we wanted we were we wanted to get one uh we moved to new york to get closer to where the record companies might be and uh but it still didn't really happen for us until like, like 1981 uh 82 so it was like six seven years before we even got signed you know the, the new the first record wasn't released until we had been been together already eight years which is quite a long time but but we were doing really well even then on the local scene in new york and in new orleans and uh so <clears throat> it was uh it was almost a surprise to get the record deal at that point yeah so you mentioned uh, that beatles record that uh that you the girl down the block gave you uh, yeah. Would you say that that's your earliest influence? Your first influence was the Beatles. Well, I think as far as like rock and roll, that was that was. Yeah, uh, I'd lit. My parents had a uh, an album, Les Paul and Mary Ford, the greatest hits, and my brother and I were really into that. Uh, you know, hold that tiger and uh, how high the moon. You know, and they they were great songs. And we used when we were really little, we used to just turn that on and run around the house while we were playing, you know, listening to that. Um, the, that's really the, the, I think that record was the first real kind of musical influence. Um, there were some movie soundtracks my parents had uh, on record, and, but the Beatles was the first rock thing. I mean, I knew of Elvis Presley, but I didn't really know about him and it didn't, it did Elvis didn't excite me as nearly as much as the Beatles did. You know, it was, sure. it was, a, it was a bit whole different thing. And then, uh, we went to see the Beatles in new Orleans in 1964. My parents got tickets for, for the family and we all went to see them. Uh, and, uh, it was it's crazy. It was just like you were watching it on TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everything they promised, you know, that's yeah. yeah. And uh, so, who did it, who was your your first hard rock influence or harder harder rock? Yeah, I'm gonna say, you know, Grand Funk. Okay. Um, Mark Farner and and you know the they had great songs and the guitar parts weren't like crazy complex, you know, and it was it was a good, you know training ground you know for, a, for someone like myself to to learn uh, a little basic stuff about the guitar and uh and I, I you know around the same time maybe a little later i was listening to a lot of almond brothers um hendrix i listened to of course uh, you know when uh who else let me think for a second uh cream you know, when Cream came out, I, I really, I, I, I sat with Crossroads for a long time to learn the solo in that, because that was a little, a little more than, uh, than I'd been learning before. Uh, but I, 
as far as like the uh, the guitarists, I think I've covered them. And then, you know, of course, when Led Zeppelin came out, Jimmy Page, uh, and uh, and yes, Steve Howe. Okay. Yeah. Influence on me too. Uh, but they were, I can't tell you what order they came in, but I'm pretty sure it was, uh, you know, it was grand funk first as far as the heavier guitar stuff. Yeah. So is there anything new out there today that you're liking? I, I don't pay enough attention, you know, oh. I'm, I'm really guilty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd heard, uh, Greta Van Fleet when they first came out and they, they're great. And, uh, but you know, I hadn't heard any. Not, nothing has like been so revolutionary that it's knocked my socks off. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still think of Eddie Van Halen as as being new because it was so different. You know, when he came out with his style. Uh, yeah, uh, I should pay more attention. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, I saw an interview one time with uh, Joe Bonamassa. I don't know if you're you're familiar with it with him. Yeah um very talented guy and you know he was talking about original guitar playing and original and you know sounds and stuff like that he goes you know he goes everything's been done he said so anybody today that says they're original he goes they're just trying to get laid <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> so um yeah and no, i i there, there's not a lot out there today that's come out that i'm really like you know that's you know revolutionary or that's something that is i mean there's some good stuff out there i listened to um uh aaron jones have you heard of him mm -mm. um he's you know he's new within the last five six years he's got a couple albums out um very very good stuff um stuff like that but you know and then there's there's always the super group thing you know that always catches my attention because you know, you got the the one that comes to mind for me on that is Winery Dogs, right? Uh, they're great. They're fantastic. You know, and three phenomenal talents, and um, you know, you put them together and you get phenomenal music. So, yeah. Um, I'd like to see uh, Randy Jackson in a super group. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stick with Zebra for right now. I can tell you that. Yeah. We got new music coming, so. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Um, so the last four came out in the early two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I can't wait for this one. Um, yeah. All the songs on this are they all songs that you're writing right now, or some of them stuff that's just kind of been kicking around? Well, we haven't decided everything that's going to go on there. I mean, I, obviously, it's been twenty years, so I've got a ton of material. Uh, so, I mean, it's. You know, we could make a record of all brand new stuff, you know, that doesn't include anything that we uh, that we had played before. But a lot of people really wanted to hear this song direction. And, and you know, we keep we we're always getting asked for it. So we may do a studio version of that one and put that on the record, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you guys all write together or do you write stuff? Uh, yeah, I, usually come up, I usually come up with the, the core ideas and then present them to Felix and Guy and they they sort through them and pick what they like. Um, as far as sitting down and actually the writing process, um, yeah, it's really, it hadn't been like sitting down and, and writing with the two of them. Um, as much as it is them sorting and then adding ideas to things that I had, you know. Uh, and that's what we're going to be doing today. You know, we're going to be arranging some of the songs. I'm going to be uh, working with Guy over Zoom. And uh, he's got his whole drum kit set up, you know, and we can actually record 
and uh, get some stuff actually done. You know, even though he's in New Orleans, you know, I'm I'm up in New York. Uh, we can get some uh, some tracks laid down. Yeah, it's the uh, miracle of technology, right? Yeah. You know, during the pandemic, I watched a lot of YouTube videos of bands that were playing and they weren't even in the same room. Right. Uh, pretty, pretty interesting. So, um, well, so we are we are starting to run out of time here, Randy. Um, okay. I've really enjoyed our time. Uh, you know, I've, like I said, been a big fan for a long time. Um, appreciate you and, and your band and everything you guys have done. Um, you know, truly, um, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Um, and with that being said, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for doing this. And I am Michael J. Rock. I am a rock fan. Enough said. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Thank you.